Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to have some beers. Uh, welcome to Beer Bubbles. This episode is all about a brewery in uh, uh, Örebro mm-hmm. called uh, Narke Kulturbryggeri. Yeah. I actually had a tasting with these guys last Saturday. And Berit and uh, Jürgen and Emil was here. Uh, the three guys who actually work at the brewery yeah. now. And it was amazing. First off, quite a fucking setup. Uh, I, I would like to say. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, what, do you, what do you know about Narkes Kulturbryggeri? Well, I've always enjoyed the beer, of course. Uh, I do know that it's, they're one of the breweries that have a beer called Kagen, the Sturmax Porter, which is like the highest rated beer ever. Uh, well, and and people call from America to Sweden, to Swedish restaurants, when they hear that they have it and like, oh, can, can you can you put out a wave some for me and I can buy it and bring it home? And you're like, no, <laughs> you can't. So that I know. And they're kind of legends. Well, the, they were rated, I think it was from 2011 to 2000 oh, or 2012 or something like that mm. until 2015. Kagen was rated the best beer in the world according to rate beer. Like hands down, not yeah. just 100 out of 100. This is the best beer. And I've tried it. It's fucking amazing. Well, we've tried a few vintages as well. We have actually a few vintages mm-hmm. here. But uh, but first, we've got to shout out to Uwu, which is not a part of the tasting, but that's what we have in our glasses. It's our water today. Yeah. <laughs> and this is their Porta Porta. Ulle is actually coming uh, to Accra in May. Mm. Uh, one of the Saturdays in May. I haven't set the date yet, but... Uh, He's going to come here and do Ole, uh, probably Olaf as well. We, we yeah, don't nice. know. but uh, and, and to to know the dates beforehand, oh yeah, yeah. you got to join Akrat Beer Club or Akrat's Öl Club, mm. uh, which is my opener for this episode. Yeah, because it's, uh, it's actually, a, it's if you club. become a member, you get one of those. And every year we're going to mm. do a new color. Yeah. So you're going to get a new opener every year. Yeah. So, mm? And as I've said, always... If you wonder why we mention Akrat every fucking episode, it's because we it's work here and they sponsor love the us. Place. So, and this is where we record the episodes. Yeah, and we love the place. Yeah, so that's it. Mm. Uh, I'll open and pour the beer. Why don't you talk about the legend that is Hoge? Yeah, Hoge was. He died a year and a half ago, uh, sadly. And Berit, who was his wife, Still runs the company, and during the tasting last Saturday, I found out that loads of people actually called her and said, "Like, oh, so you're gonna shut down now?" And Beard was, "Why should we? Because this is what we do." Hogus passed away, but and we're sad about that. But he wasn't the entire brewery, and we're gonna start in a slightly strange order to you. Very strange order, because. when we set these beers up, Rasmus thought they were going to be in another order. Yeah. Well, I had one wrong. Yeah, yeah. But the reason we're doing this is twofold. It's uh, because this week it's St. Patrick's Day, so 17th of March, yeah. Paddy's Day. And uh, also because we're going to need something to like level out our flavors afterwards. So this is the Dub Lean Stout. 
Why Dublin? Well, Dublin is the old Celtic word for Dublin, which means dark pond or dark, dark puddle. So this is the the Celtic name for Dublin, and it's a, an homage to Guinness. Ah. Where, or or like when you Irish think, stout, When you basically. think Irish stout, your mind comes to Guinness. Oh, yeah, because it's, it's, it's a dry Irish stout pressurized with nitrogen through a filter to get the creamy head. Mm. And you don't want to mix it up with a cream stout because that is when you have oh, lactose and, uh, and it becomes like creamy. So creamy in, in, in creamy two different flavor, ways. <laughs> uh, creamy in flavor instead of creamy in, on the head, basically, yeah. yeah. So, cheers. Cheers. For our listeners, because <laughs> they didn't hear the cheers. And if you see this, you're on Patreon. So, Yay. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but before we, we say anything about beer, if you want to support us, head over to our Patreon page, and you'll see our ugly mugs. And if you <coughs> really want to see our ugly mugs on a mug, check out our web shop. And buy <laughs> our ugly mugs yeah, on a, a mug. coffee mug <laughs> with our ugly mugs on. <laughs> well, back to the beer. <laughs> This is a and really... you still haven't put that on our link tree. Oh, we haven't. We've got mm-hmm. to do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, We've got to do it tonight. Move on to the episode. <laughs> <laughs> this, oh, anyhow, this, is, this is really, really nice. I mean, it, it's not bitter. It's not. It's just, it's just like creamy. It's, it's nice. A bit of roasted malts. And you, you said something about oats before we started this? Yeah, the reason that this is dry but not bitter and sour dry is because it's got loads of roasted oat malts in it so you don't get that burnt feeling to to the taste it is dry but it's not burnt and um, I, I think it really goes through in this one yeah. it's 4.4 percent so it's highly drinkable you can drink bucket loads of it yeah and it's absolutely beautiful uh, i really like this beer and now when i've tasted it i kind of understand why you took it for the the other one yeah because in my mind, a lager comes before a stout. Like, that, that's the usual rule, I guess. But in this case, I, I get it. Also, the lager is a bit more stronger, and it probably has more hops. You know what? This is not me. This is actually Berit. Okay. Because when we had the tasting uh, on Saturday, I put them that way around. Oh, you did the same thing? Yeah. And you give me shit about it. Oh, of course I do. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> but then I, I own up to it anyhow. So yeah. yeah. When we tried them in that order, it just became so clear. Yeah. I kind of understand it now <laughs> because this doesn't have like... There's no flavors punching out. There's no, 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 it's the, quite short. It's not, it's yeah. not lingering. It's, yeah, you got the flavor left, but it's not heavy on the palate. It's quite light no. and nice. If you're thirsty, it's a good way. I can open next beer. Keep talking about the uh, you, you, well, Okay. Well. So we're going over to um, Jantelager. And in Sweden, there's uh, this you're not allowed to be better than anyone else rule. Well, every every country has it, but um, in Sweden, it's called the Jantelag, or the Jantelag. And Hoge, before he died, when he started brewing this beer, he said, if I'm ever going to do a lager, I'm going to do a Jantelager, because it's not going to be what everyone expects. And this beer is actually quite cool because it's a lager in the best sense. It's fermented over two weeks and then matured in maturation tanks for at least 10 weeks. Ooh. So this is an expensive beer 
if you talk about making it, because time is money. Uh, <laughs> and lager should be lagered after fermentation. That's why it's called a lager, because lager yeast actually produces loads of compounds that are not too nice. Sulfur, diacetyl, DMS. But the yeast actually reabsorbs that if it lagers enough. When it mm. stopped eating the sugars, it starts reabsorbing the shite that it produces. Yeah. So it doesn't only produce alcohol and carbon dioxide, produces loads of compounds that you don't want to have in a beer, and that's why lager should be lagered afterwards. So Wait, 10 weeks in lying, lying down fermentation tanks. This is not filtered, and still clear, quite it's clear. clear as fuck. And that's because it's been in lying down maturation tanks. I spoke to the guys at the brewery, and they said they actually take out the beer about an inch above the bottom of the tank. And it actually, they get carbon dioxide from the tank before they get yeast residue, which is weird. But it's because it's so much surface mm. that the yeast can fall down into. All right. Well, I'm, I'm intrigued now. <laughs> well, cheers. Cheers. That's a good lager. It's malty. It's not a hoppy lager. It's a malty, no. almost a Hellasin style. Yeah, because it has that like malty sweetness to it, which is re- not the sweetness you can get when you when it's just. But it's not it's a, we- it's, it's a weird sweetness sometimes. But this is just really well-rounded sweetness with the malt, pure malty sweetness. This is pure malt, and the thing is, it's malty in the in the beginning. But it's really dry in the aftertaste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not like the sweetness that stays with you. It's it's, it's, it's not a macro lager. This is a proper fucking lager. I like that. A proper fucking lager. Under the crown cap, it says "ne ingeblask," which means in English, no, 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 basically, no waterish beer. <laughs> no crap. No crap. <laughs> it's no crap, and it's not watery. It's 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 full. And a a with two dots on it's the beginning of. Narke, which yeah. is yeah, but so and uh, uh, means nah, like no, no in Swedish. And the fun thing is, uh, which I realized at the tasting mm-hmm. last Saturday, one e- out of every two hundred bottle caps has got something else on them. We don't have any of those oh, here, God damn it. but we actually found one at the tasting last Saturday. Uh-huh. I can't remember. Why didn't you, said, you save it, that? Uh, because. Uffe, one of our regulars, got that one, and he put it straight into his pocket, and it's like, this is mine. <laughs> Fucking and Uffe. And I, I, I understand him. He's upstairs right now. I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I'm curious. What does it say? I don't know. Yeah, they have one or two hundred uh, caps. It's actually printed with something else. Does but anyone, another slogan? Does of anyone this. of our listeners know what it says? I want to know. Oh, it's different. Different every time. So different like, every time. Yeah, they, they have like six or seven different ones oh, that rotate. Those sneaky like, yeah. bastards. All right, all right. I'm curious. So, now. what do you think of the lager? It's really nice. It it has. I tend to have a bit of a problem when it comes to malty because I don't like the sweetness. But this kind of malty sweetness. Especially with, with the aftertaste that is yeah. really dry. Yeah, because a lot of lagers can like stay in your in your mouth for a long on your palate for a long time with that like, and it becomes like a funky sweetness if you know what I mean. But and this one doesn't at all. It sticks on and it's yeah. like yeah, it's a it, bit it, sticky, like a sticky sweetness. Yeah, but this one doesn't have it at all. But no, it it takes about twenty seconds and then you 
your mouth goes all dry and yeah. you go, I'll have another sip. Exactly. So this for me is the right kind of maltiness. I really enjoy this one. Should we try the next one? Oh, so good. Yeah. Uh, this one I haven't tried. No, not this one either, but... <laughs> this has been around for a while. Talk about it. It's the International. It's a world play, of course. It's an India pale ale. But it's it's also a bit maltier than your normal IPA. It's a bit darker. It's got a bit more caramel malt to it. It is... Uh, and it's not called an India pale ale. It's called an indie pale ale. Because it is like their take on what an India pale ale should be. Mm. So it's their indie way of doing it. I mean, looking on the at the color, I feel like an East India type of style. Uh, well, well, it is a bit like that. Mm. I really do like this one. It was one of the first beers that I tried from Narke. Just after the one that was called Kurvnil. <laughs> the fuck did he just say? Yeah. <laughs> this is a thing because... Beerit was in charge of doing all the labels and marketing the beers, and Hoger was brewing it back way back then, mm-hmm. when they, it was only them two. And Hoger was standing there trying to get this beer through the Lauterton, and he did a beer that was full of lots of oats and stuff, and that it actually became a porridge. So he tried mm-hmm. to get all the liquid out and didn't work, and Beer came in. The beer I'm talking about was not the one they wanted to name. Mm. But beer came in and it's like, we have to name this beer now. And Hoge was really agitated and said like, Kalla vad fan du vill. Which means like, call it what the fuck you want. That's what she called it. Yeah. <laughs> and then she wrote it on the label. <laughs> but she took out all the vowels. So it's and they actually went to a, a <laughs> German beer festival and a guy asked them, why do you call this beer Kill the Devil? <laughs> 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 wow. Well, but it's not about this beer. This is an international ale. This was made when IPAs was not made that much in Sweden. Mm. Ninas did one in, uh, in the Omviken. Uh, Jamtland had one. Nils Oscar had one. No one else had one. So this is like a take on the IPA from then. Well, a lot of East India, Indian pale ale style from there. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a patron now, you will laugh as well as I did. <laughs> Don't tell him. <laughs> so you got to get to Patreon to see what just happened. But that is fucking hilarious. I do it all the time Cheers. in the bar. Cheers. Oh, that's a highly drinkable IPA. Oh, in the old classic style. I mean, for me, the we talk about this quite a lot, but the IPA style, which is I feel today really spread out. Uh, and <laughs> sorry, I just saw an alcohol-free beer in the Kivir fridge. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that? It's because I had a tasting air and the guy wanted alcohol. I'm like, beer. what sorry, the? <laughs> uh, sorry, back to the. And it's when you have the West Coast style and you have, for me, West Coast, East Coast, then you have New England. That's basically the three main. I the, pro- the problem is, yeah. like, when you're talking about West Coast, you could talk about Southern or Northern West Coast as well. So yeah. it's like 
because the, the, it's a new the, when you think about West Coast IPAs, you think about Southern West Coast, California. Yeah, the the, the, the the crisp, light, citrusy, very, very. But the East, the, the West Coast, Northern style mm. ones from Oregon and uh, up there, north, north yeah. uh, up north. They are much maltier. They have like more of an East Coast style to okay. them. But I feel like the East Coast is way much more maltier. And it has more of the herbal ops, like more herbal. Like yeah, but it's, it's more piney, almost yeah. like, like pine cones and, and spruce. The East Coast or the West uh, East Coast. Yeah, East Coast. Yeah, 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 exactly. Mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Piney. Like the, it's a forest mm-hmm. with, with malt. Well, that's what I feel. And that's, I love that. It's. For me, this is oh, this is a fucking IPA. It's way too drinkable for, to be six point five percent. Oh, six point five. Yeah. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> so we won't ever get to that one, even though he wants that one. He's gonna no, be asleep. I'm by joking. Then. <laughs> <Damn> it. <laughs> I'm not a beginner. <laughs> okay. Should we go on to the next beer? Yeah, do that. Do that. Uh, I'll open it, and, and you keep talking about this beer, which I also have something to say. I was here during the tasting. And uh, this is uh, a double bock, a strong, dark lager, but it also has smoked malt in it. This is the catalysator, or catalysator. Catalysator is also something that starts something. It's something that induces an, uh, a reaction. So this is a smoked, strong, semi-dark lager. Quite carbonated. This beer was... Because the smoke in this one is so integrated. It's so well-placed in the beer. So I'm, I'm just going to say cheers. Cheers. Something happened right now. Oh, this is... <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say something now. Uh, that... that oh, I'm, I'm going to trash our Monopoly a little bit. Because I got this from System Blogget. Okay. The flavor I'm getting now, when I know that we got this, I, I took the order. I, I, she this got is here. freshly made. This <laughs> is freshly made. I took the order. I put it in the fridge. I know this has been perfect fucking condition since they got here and even before that because it came strict from the brewery. The one I got from Sustainable Logget didn't have this maltiness. It didn't have this smokiness, like the smoky malts. It was quite dead, to be honest. So I believe that I it hasn't been stored correctly. Stored correctly is an understatement when it comes to system login. Yeah, it's standing in the lights. Yeah, it is uh, like stored not in a cold store. No, it's room temperature. Mm. And and so this got me quite fucking because I drank this yesterday. Like from we record this right now, I drank it yesterday. I have this flavor profile memorized in my head from yesterday. And it's a completely different beer. Because I was quite... Better? Dis- it's so much better. Because <laughs> that's, that's what I was about to say to you. I'm like, oh, shit. Because I was disappointed yesterday. Because I was like, a smoked double bock is going to be full of flavor, full body, the smoked malt. Like, I, I really was, I was excited for that beer. And when I had it, it's just like... It was a mishandled bottle. Yeah. And I'm not going to say this, it, but fuck this damn blogger. This <laughs> is... This is this is fucking amazing. <laughs> God damn it. Fuck you, Sustainable Logget. Okay, I have to take that back because I have 
yeah, but but no, no, no don't fuck systemologet. Fuck the system. Yeah, fuck the system. Systemologet as a store, they are is lo- fantastic. Amazing, but they have to to better their storing side, like because yeah. this is the difference here is quite big. Let me tell you, it's quite big. So yeah, this is mm. Rasmus. I love it now, <laughs> Rasmus. Have you been looking forward oh. to this? Since the day I took the delivery. <laughs> and I saw it. I'm like, oh my God, I want one. <laughs> so You want a good news? Yeah, we have ordered it. or And it's going straight into the QV basement. Of course it is. I'm gonna Except one, bo- one box, which is going straight up to the limited list. Mm. When we buy in these crazy things, we uh, have always in our minds that we have to keep some for the cuvier basement but we also want to show them off so we buy almost always buy an extra crate or a or a box to be able to show it off to people before we store them this is Kagyan, the newest version 2022 <laughs> Double oaked. I'm going to read it after the label. Imperial Stout. Also, it's funny. It's named Stormax Porter, but it's an Imperial Stout. Yeah, but Stormax Porter, is, it's, it's an Imperial Stout. Yeah. Because in English, if you translate Stormax Porter into English, it's it actually stout. means Imperial Stout. Yeah. So Imperial Stout with Jung honey, which is basically a, a uh, local Heather honey. honey. They had the honey. It brewed the 13th of October 2021, stored three months in hard roasted oak barrels that has been used for cask finish by bourbon. Please share this bottle with some fine comrades or fine friends. It can be stored on bottle for many years. Serving temperature at least 14 degrees. Beer is art since 2003. So this has some honey in it, which I believe will make honey. it. Yeah, young honey. Yeah, uh, yeah. Heather honey. Huh? Heather honey. Yeah. So uh, I think that that makes it being able to store a bit longer because honey is it's unkillable. Yeah, but the fun thing with this is when it says double oak, it matured on casks that is uh, like bourbon finish, mm. and this is wood for reserve. It's not the original wood for reserve casks. It's the ones they use to finish off yeah. some of the high-end bourbon in, which are extremely heavily charred. And in American white oak, which is the only, th- the only way to store bourbon, because it's a federal law in the U.S., you cannot use them again. But you can use your whiskey or bourbon and move it over to a heavily charred oak cask. And in... Inside the white oak, you've got a compound that, when it's burnt, turns into vanilla mm. or vanillin. Vanillin, yeah. Well, which means that you get more vanilla from the oak. But I have to tell you this. The brewers who stood, stood here on Saturday, they matured it for months and months, tried it every week, and they were not impressed. Hmm. And they had five barrels so that's a thousand liters. That's it. And they were like, oh, fuck. This is going to go terribly sideways. <laughs> and they put it together into a 
sealed tank to mature it a bit longer and then carbonate it. And it just came together. All these five barrels that tasted like shit one by one ended up being this. And this is... So can I uh, can I taste it now or... No, you're not allowed to. Oh, God damn it. I don't give a fuck about... I don't give a fuck about... Go ahead. I'll see. This is one of the best Kagans. And I've tried loads of Kagan. This is one of the best I've ever had. I'm I'm sorry to your listeners right now. I I get goosebumps all over my body. I'm sorry to your listeners right now, but the smell of this is fucking amazing. Oh, God. I haven't even tried it yet. (laughs) Still smelling it. I'm getting goosebumps. <laughs> that is. Is it one of the best kagans you've tried ever? Definitely. My fucking god. You. I feel the bourbon. You have the a little bit of the, the va- vanilla. But it's quite light on the bourbon, though. It's quite light, but you have it. But mm. it's like this chocolatey nougaty flavor just well-rounded everything is just so well-rounded because you have a little bit of everything no, nothing nothing peaks out i'm just, just gonna balanced. boil it down into saying it's a fucking good imperial stout no 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 it's a fucking fantastic fucking good <laughs> imperial stout my god this is delicious oh nerke if i had a keps i would do it for you but i'd do like this and I do it like this. <laughs> that is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, I do understand the legendary status of Nerke. Every, every beer they make might not be the absolute best in the world, but they always make good quality beer. It's delicious and it's special. It's a good brewery. And it's, it's a very traditional type of brewery, I feel, that respects You know what? I'm going to leave you to it now. I've got to go take a piss. You can talk about Narkis fucking beautiful beer while I'm off for a while. Well, I'm going to take a piss soon as well. <laughs> but, so we'll take a regular break now. <laughs> Intermission music for CC. Break it down. Boom. Rasmus was almost dying during that one. And it is an amazingly good beer. Are you okay, Rasmus? Yeah. <laughs> oh. I felt good. So, what do you say? Uh, I know you've been looking forward to that one. Oh, yeah, it's fucking. I'm going to mm-hmm. keep that for a bit. Uh, one thing worth mentioning there's one beer we don't have that was at the tasting, which is a little bitter. Oh, yeah. That, I feel, it, it's qu- it's quite not an ESB. It's uh, somewhere but between it, an well ESB and a bitter. Well, they call it an ESB. Yeah. And it is one of the best classic bitters ever yeah. made in Sweden. So I feel like somewhere in between bitter and ESB. Like, mm-hmm. it's, 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 there, it's its own thing, I feel. And that one was, dis- was delicious Saturday when I had one after work. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Really, really good. Well, I actually came up from the tasting. We connected it like about half hour, an hour later half or an something. Hour, yeah, something like that. Uh, and um, then I stopped working, got off, went around the bar and had one. Uh, <laughs> with me. With, with <laughs> CC. Oh, so good. 
But we're uh, going to wrap up the Nerke tasting now. But we have to give a shout out to the guys on your hat. Yeah. Because yes. these guys, uh, yeah, we're talking about Nerke now, but Stockholm Brewing. We, fa- we found out the other day that they are going out of business. And these guys are the bomb. Yeah. The, the last few years, I feel like they got into a place where they started to make really, really, really fucking good quality beer. You know what? Consistency <laughs> and, and everything like that. We just had a, an episode with these guys mm. a few weeks back. We didn't know anything about what was no. going to happen, though. We met with Ollie, which is a really cool dude. And uh, If you find a bottle of Noble Rot, you can't, buy it. You can't. It's out. There's a few left. Not that Bulaget. Yes, there is. I checked yesterday. Oh, they're back? Motherfucker, I need to check again. <laughs> <laughs> I need to buy some more. Mm-hmm. And the uh, we are going to have a few Stockholm beers on top. Yeah. We have we have some over the last over the next few weeks. But it, it's it's really sad to see a brewery like that fall apart and, and closing down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we we sincerely hope that they will get get it all back together and yeah. start a new venue because these guys are not just good at what they do; they have heart and soul, and they're good people. They really are. Uh, so, to not end this episode on a sad note, <laughs> I'm going to ask you a question, Cece. You're about to die. Yeah. What's the last beer you're having? The one in front of me. I'm going to answer exactly the same. <laughs> Cause Cheers. Because this is the drinkable. Double O, double o from Narke. One of the best. It is the best beer I've had this year. Yeah, it's definitely. O- it, well, it's only March. I could oh, get convinced to get something better, but... Try us. That, that try will be us. a hard try. I try us. Cheers, guys. Cheers. And if we have this as the last beer, I would die happy and drunk as fuck. And guys, whatever you do, drink, drink better, better beer. beer.